Welcome to Jews Taekwondo Podcast. Hey, everybody. Today I have Mr. Michael Louie. He's a six-degree black belt, and he's on the East Coast. I'm sorry, sir, I forgot exactly what city you're in. Uh, we're in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. How's it out there, sir? It's probably the same as you guys. It's all trapped in our houses at this moment. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, supposed yeah. to be 70 degrees, but it's supposed to snow this week. It's supposed to get uh, about six inches of snow now. Wow. It's kind of weird. What happened to, gl- what happened to global warming? Right. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> it doesn't happen in Pennsylvania, that's for sure. Doesn't happen, yeah, no. <clears throat> Mr. Louie, uh, give us a little bit of background of your Taekwondo experience, uh, how you got involved in it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, sir. Uh, I am living in Landisville, Pennsylvania, out near Lancaster. Uh, moved out here uh, 1995 from well, uh, New Jersey, actually a couple miles from Master Malafite. Uh, I grew up in New York City for a while, then we moved out to New Jersey. And I got started in martial arts or Taekwondo when I was the age of five or six. At the time when we moved out to New Jersey, I was being bullied by a lot of the kids in the neighborhood. And so my mom thought it would be a great idea to start me out in a martial art program. And the only school at the time was Grandmaster Kong Yong Bai. He was at the time, I think he was a seventh or sixth degree black belt in Taekwondo. And went through the motions for a couple of years. I think it was like two years at, at his school. And then my mom saw a demonstration by Grandmaster Kong Yong Bai. And she decided to switch me over to a different school. She watched him cut an apple off my head. What? And that was back in the that was back in the seventies, seventies and eighties. Yeah. So um, my mom saw him cut an apple off my head with his sword, and she decided we're we're going to transfer you to a different school. I don't like the attitude of this instructor. Wait, I wait, thought it was wait, cool. Wait. Hold on a second. Let me let me get this right, yes, sir. He put an you're at a demonstration, and he pulls you out of the audience or something. No, sir. Oh, it was in class. You were in class, and he puts an we apple on class. there and said, don't move. Yes, sir. Don't move and slice the apple off our heads. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't know. So this is back in the, this is back, this is back in the early, like the mid, uh, late 70s. So with things the, are a little different the back then. With the yes, sword. sir. Okay. I thought it was now, cool. I, well, yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I remember <laughs> um, when I was a um, collar belt, and I was training with um, Grandmaster Sabrisa Lay. And uh, he put a, a little cup on top of my head, and he said, don't move. And he's only five foot tall, right? I'm five eight. Oh, my gosh. Right. And he says, don't move. And he jumps up and spins around and kicks it <laughs> off of my head. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you have to have a lot no, of people. I was six or seven when he did yeah. that, so I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well. But my mom, yeah, my mom had better <clears throat> ideas, so we moved. I was there for about two years, and I learned, like, what was it called? Ki Bong Yong and Chun Ji. So it was a really mixed, different Taekwondo at the time, back in the 70s. And then I moved to Master Lally. Master Lally had a school in Mawa, New Jersey. And I stuck with him for about eight years. I made up to about Red Belt at his school, Master Lally and Master Evangel. And then that's when I started hanging out with my friends more in high school. I took a break from Taekwondo. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I went to work. I went to work. I started working. I started volunteering for church and stuff. So a lot of things got in the way, and I just took a break from Taekwondo. And then when I got to college, I heard there was a karate club on campus. And a couple of my friends and I said, hey, that sounds like fun. So we went up to the 
gym and it was a big wrestling room, all yellow. And uh, Master Engel was there at the time. And he was a fourth degree, I think, at the time. And we started taking class. And then little by little, my friends started dropping out. I stayed there for a couple of years. And then Master Engel uh, graduated from college. He left the school to me. <clears throat> and I took over to the uh, Dojang and taught at the Millersville University Taekwondo Club for about 12 years as a volunteer instructor. And then um, from there... I met uh, Master Murray, Master James Murray, out of mm -hmm. Pottstown. I started training with Master Murray, who was uh, a student of uh, Grandmaster Kong Yong Il, who okay. was yeah, sent over here from Korea by General Che. So mm -hmm. then right around the 90s, the mid-90s, I was introduced to Master Murray and trained with Master Cachet and Master Barn and Master Risco and who else? Master Greek. I actually wasn't master at the time, but he was Mr. Greek. So I had some really good, uh, good foundation for master. Murray used to have our monthly training, black belt trainings every day, uh, once a month, uh, for many, many years until he retired in 2004. And then when master Murray retired in 2004, I uh, jumped on the umbrella of master Greek, who's in uh, Winfield PA. And we're part of the, um, Chi Taekwondo Federation, which is part of the ITF. So, and that's how I, that's pretty much my history. Yamchi, the Yamchi Federation, that's out of, is that Doug Arnold? Uh, no, sir, this is our own federation. Oh, okay. This is, this is another organization. Yes, sir. Yamchi, so I was just yes, curious. Sir. They're out of, <clears throat> I believe they're out of um, Denver. Under yes, sir. Master Lang, actually. Uh, Grandmaster Lang, I think, was Yamchi. Yes, sir. Sorry, I'm going to get my stand here. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, now, so that's you, my history. You started in the seventies. What what year exactly? Just out of curiosity. Nineteen seventy eight was the first class. January nineteen seventy eight. And you were five years old. I was five years old. I started in seven. I think I started in seventy eight. Oh, that's good. Cool. I was 18 <laughs> years old. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm a little younger. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, not that much younger. <laughs> Very cool. Now, what do you do for a living? Um, obviously you teach Taekwondo. I believe you do it at a recreation center. So mostly yes, after sir. school type programs. Yes, sir. Cool. So I run, uh, so for my part-time, my Taekwondo schools, I run, uh, one school near Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yes. And that's where they, uh, make the Hershey chocolates. Yeah. And, uh, you can smell the chocolate from my school. So it's kind of nice. cool. And then my other school is in East Petersburg, a little, little town right outside of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, as, a <clears throat> my other job is a teacher's aide, building aid. So I'm, uh, always substituting or helping with teacher projects or, um, working with students and doing math or English or science with them. That's one of my favorite jobs, working with the kids. My, my grade is usually first, second, and third grade. Okay. I like the, I like the younger kids compared to the older <laughs> kids. Uh, they listen a little younger better. kids are, <laughs> they listen a little better. Yes, sir. They don't give you lip. They don't roll their eyes. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like working with the kids. They're fun. Yeah. They're all a bunch of fun kids. That's true. Can you uh, maybe share an experience that you had? Um, have you ever had the use Taekwondo? I mean, you said you were bullied. I was. Uh, so the, I was bullied all the way from kindergarten through about seventh or eighth grade. 
usually by the same kid. Uh, I, yeah. I know the one kid named by heart because he used to pick on me all the time. And the other kid used to wait for me at the bottom of the bus stop. He used to wait for me and just, so it, from there, I tried to find different ways to get to school, trying to yeah. avoid him <laughs> as best as possible. My master, master grandmaster, Kung Young Bai, always used to tell us never use Taekwondo on anybody. And yeah. so my mom was signing me up for these Taekwondo classes and kept asking me, why don't you ever do anything about it? And I said, because <laughs> grandmaster said not to touch anybody with it. So I didn't protect myself. I used to let the bullies hit me or punch me and kick me and push me around and show me really? and all this stuff. Yes, yeah. sir. Because grandmaster said, don't touch anybody. Well, yeah, but... So Maybe that's the, the one time you should use it. <laughs> well, that, that's what happened. I, I guess I started at a new high school. My mom transferred me to a private yeah. school. Um, and the first semester, one of the kids, who's a good foot taller than me, uh, pushed my friend over the fence. We were sitting on the fence waiting for the bus and pushed him over the fence. And I intervened and he swung at me. And when he swung at me, I did use Taekwondo. I blocked, I punched and I kicked and the kid stopped. And from that point on, most the whole high school respected me, and no one laid a hand on me. On you. <laughs> never. And then actually, one of the kids that was a football, one of the football kids asked me, "If you ever need protection, let me know." I was like, "I'm the one that actually used my taekwondo. I'm pretty good." <laughs> so all, after that, I got a lot of respect. And nobody ever picked on me ever again. And that was my freshman yeah, year in high school. It's amazing. So, yeah. Yes, sir. It's amazing. That's kind of the way it is. Cause that's a, kind of a similar story I had, you know, when you're different, right. That's kind of why you get picked on, I guess. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I remember in high school as well, I was being picked on. I remember a kid is always like, like kidding me or kicking me and something. I just told him, Hey, stop that. Mm. He wouldn't do it. And so I sidekicked him in the, in the ab Ooh. and he wow. just went over ever since then. Nobody, there must've been like a story was going around. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> it wasn't as a big a deal as it as it probably was, you know. Right. But um, yeah, very similar. Sounds very similar. A, but yeah, I had the I had the same eye opener. I was like, I wish I would have protected myself sooner instead of getting punched sooner, around, bullied yeah. around, you know. But it wasn't the right time. But it, uh, you know, yeah. I was a little kid. I was a tiny little kid, so. Even in it's high kind school. of interesting, right? I mean, do, yes, does that still go on now? I mean, do people, yes, do bullies actually kick and or punch or do that kind of stuff? Physical harassment? I've, seen, I've, I've seen it. I've, being in elementary really? school, I see it all the time. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of, um, what should I say? It's kind of interesting because today it's kind of like we have this zero tolerance for violence, right? And yes, so, sir. even you can't even defend yourself without getting suspended. Yes, sir. Right? Pretty yes, much. Sir. I always tell my students, look, what's more important, getting hurt or taking two or three days off from school? I think I'd take right. a three, two or three days off from school and, yes, sir. and uh, do some work at home. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, actually, I had you a know, student so. uh, two years ago. I had a student two years ago. She was a blue belt, and she was getting constantly bullied by the same girl every day, every day, every day. She would get slapped and punched and kicked and tripped and Finally, my student did something about it, and she got suspended. She the, the yeah. bully came at her and tried to choke her, and she um, blocked Ooh. and punched her back. Yeah, and my and student, my student, my student got suspended. But you know what? The bully hasn't touched her in two or three years. Yeah, so, I bet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what I, about I don't, the, I don't. 
without the virus. What about the other right, kid? I don't know. And what about the other? <clears throat> got, I don't know. He got suspended as well. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. But you know what? I My student so was told over and over again. She's and the mother and I told her. I said, "You need to defend yourself and tell her. You know, it's not right to pick on me." And finally, she did something about it. So, unfortunately, she got suspended. But you know, the yeah, stopped. That's it. Um, have you ever had any experience um, doing Taekwondo? Have to use Taekwondo as an adult? Or the last time I had to use it was when I was 21. So that was a yeah. long time ago. Someone, we were back in the internet, basically when the internet age started, we all decided to go meet each other. Like we we're all like in a group of rooms that we would talk to each other. And about 20 of us decided to uh, have a picnic in Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. And we didn't know that one person wasn't taking their medication. And she decided to flip out and pull a knife on all of us. And that was the last time I'd use it. She pulled out a butterfly knife and I was able to defend that one. That was pretty scary because I've never had to actually physically defend against a weapon before. And as the person reached behind them, I saw like the silver of the blade knife come out. And when she started flicking it open, I was able to defend myself and actually remove the knife from her and then pull it away from her. So that was the only time. Now, how did she um, attack you? It was, was from, it uh, just a stab? It was like a was swipe. Yeah, it was like a swipe. Swipe. It was like a swipe. Oh, okay. Yep. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. But before it so, even, before the hand even made it like halfway out of her side, I was able to grab the knife and remove it. Because so. you saw it. Because you I saw, saw it coming. Coming mm-hmm. out. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see what, um, <clears throat> it's interesting how people, I'm interested, I should say, I'm interested in what, how those attacks might come. I've talked to some mm-hmm. emerg- um, ER doctors or nurses. I have some friends that are, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And um, in high crime areas, I said, what's the most common attack or what's the common injury that you guys have to deal with? And uh, most of them are stabbings. Yes. Not necessarily like, <clears throat> um, you know, the swiping or the slashing type of it. Yes, but it's a stabbing because you can stab people with all kinds of um, weapons, like even pins yes, or a screwdriver, and not this, not, not just a knife, but yes, sir, anything that's sharp. <laughs> so, yeah, do you guys do a lot of knife defense? Uh, when we get to higher belts, we do. We work on uh, knife defenses right around green belt, blue belt. Yep, that's cool. So I try to keep it simple for the lower belts first. Yeah, yeah, just run. <laughs> right. <laughs> How fast can you run? Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not doing much of that anymore. With that two <laughs> yes, new sir. hips, it's I'm not, oh, I'm yes, not running. You still like to run all the time. I was like, oh, someone. <laughs> I was out walking with my wife today. Uh, another couple was running it, and they passed us. And I go. See, when you're young, you can be doing that, but wait until you get <laughs> to our age, you'll be walking. Anyway, not necessarily everyone's going to be like that. I'm sure you'll be fine. You'll yes, be sir. like, you'll be running marathons at 80 years old. I'm sure. I wish. No, I'm getting, uh, <laughs> I'm having your, your workout I joined you in with the other day. My knees oh, are yeah. killing me. <laughs> oh. I was going you up the stairs like, oh, ow. We did a lot of leg work. That's true. Yeah, the lunges and the dips, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have to do those every day. I, I do probably. Yes, I do more than those, but I do uh, 
do those every day because my my knee tends to buckle. But mm-hmm. as mine does so too. I have, they told me I have arthritis in my back and my knees. So I'm like, yay! Perfect for Taekwondo. <laughs> that's because you're. That's because we're Asian, probably. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I have. Um, I do have some. Um, like students from Ireland, like Master Wheelie, you know, he's, what is he, 70 something like that. And I asked him one time, do you ever get injured, sir? And he says, no, (laughs) hardly ever injured. And I was like, oh, wow, man, I've got, I had a knee knee surgery and I had uh, hip (laughs) surgery and I had a broken leg and a broken arm and hurt neck and a hurt bag. And he's like, no. And, and, you know, he's pretty active. I was like, wow, what's going on with that? But I have other um, Irish students and they never get injured either. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) (laughs) maybe something in the beer. (laughs) Maybe it's in the beer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Master Master Weedy did say he broke his nose a couple of times. I think that's about it, right? Yeah. But nothing like super serious. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I remember he did have a, I think he did have some surgery on his nose for declared a, the passage. I think it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I remember the one summer he told us that. Hey, that he broke his nose. A couple of times. A couple of Cause times, they yeah. did, they did, uh, they would do uh, worlds or all the championships they would do. There were no gloves or no boots. Oh yeah. 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 It's hardcore stuff. Yeah. The old days. Well, I mean, you started in the seventies. I started in the seventies too, but you were much yes, younger. So you weren't probably weren't doing any sparring. I remember starting and we didn't have gloves and boots. Right. I remember right that, here. sir. And I then, remember that. and then one day my instructor says, you need to get these. Uh, what is that? Sir? <laughs> <laughs> you need safety, safety equipment. That's a, Oh, see hundred bucks later or whatever. <laughs> yes, know? sir. Those are the good old days. I kept I kept my gloves. I kept my gloves from when I was seven years old. Oh, hanging on do. the wall back here. Yes, sir. <laughs> I know they're so tiny. I don't even have. Uh, I should have kept uh, like my old belt, but you never know. You just like yeah. Yes, so sir. you took a break uh, from taekwondo. You yes, said, sir. "Why did you take a break?" Just out of curiosity. I was a junior in high school, and I want. I haven't seen my friends. I. I was in Taekwondo all the time. I was working all the time. I haven't seen my friends. So I told my mom, it was actually a fight and my mom lost. Uh, I, I told my mom, I want to quit Taekwondo. And she goes, are you sure you're almost there? And I was like, yeah, I want to work some more. I want to volunteer some more. I want to hang with my friends some more. And so I took a break from my junior and my senior year of high school. What rank were you? I, got, I was a red belt. Oh, wow. Okay. But it took really me eight close. years to get that far. It took me eight years because I was always a sick child. I was always yeah. in the hospital, um, either with uh, my kidney problems or asthma or allergies. So I was really sick a lot. So I'd be out of the, I'd be out of school. Even in school, I'd be out for a couple months out of the year because of my sickness. Yeah. So, but then when I got to college, I decided to start over again. I started over as a white belt and I'd be, I thought about it for a little while because I'm an adult now. And when I started to Taekwondo, I, at Millersville, I decided to start over as a white belt so I could learn everything over again. And I'm kind of glad I did because I seeing things as a child and seeing things as an adult, you see the uh, Taekwondo a lot differently. What did you see differently? Out of curious. Just to you know. stand, I was paying, I had more of a attention span, I guess, than <laughs> yeah, as a kid, sure. you know? <laughs> yeah. So I saw yeah. the nuances and plus I was in the sciences at the same time. So 
I was able to apply my sciences with Taekwondo and I was able to understand the concepts of sine wave and foot placement and motion and momentum using mass and speed. So I understood it a lot better being in sciences a lot, you know, more, you know, Taekwondo really wasn't designed for kids. Right. Uh, it was mostly, well, mostly the military people were using it, right. Doing it. Yes, sir. And it's over the past, I don't know, couple decades, I guess, as mostly more and more kids are doing it. And I don't know about you, but do you get many adults doing it? Not as many as kids. Everybody, for some reason, this area, they, people think that Taekwondo is for kids. I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's more than that, you know? Right. Um, The adults I do have, they're really gung ho. Yeah. I I love their attitude and I love it to death. So I wish I had more adults. Yeah. So. We, yeah, we could, um, I think everyone has that very similar kind of a, we're all in the same boat, I guess, in Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. We do have a lot of, you know, I do a, like a cardio kickboxing class. Yes, sir. We have quite a few adults in that. Um, mostly it's a fitness kind of a class, though. Maybe they're not interested in wearing the dobak. Right. Or the bowing or saying, yes, sir, no, sir. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I haven't figured it out yet either. It'd be a shame to lose some of the traditional because there's so much, I think there's so much to be gained from it and we can learn yes, from sir. it. Um, even like understanding the names of the patterns, some yes, of the, what it represents. Hey, Mr. Louie, thanks for yes, sir. Uh, Thank uh, you. chatting with us today. And yes, sir. we look forward to maybe sharing some other ideas, maybe uh, different experiences and uh, introducing you to, my students and yes, sir. getting to know what, what uh, other people are doing. Well, I appreciate yes, it very much. Well, and if you, you, sir. if you're at, any of you guys are out in Pennsylvania, is that right? Lancaster, yes, make yes, sure sir. you hook up to Miss, Mr. Michael Louie. What's uh, how do how can they find you, Mr. Louie? I have a webpage. Uh, it's www.mikelouietkd.com. It's M I K E. L-O-U-I-E-T-K-D.com. Wow. I was, thinking, <laughs> I, know, right? I was thinking, I was thinking of the Mickey Mouse Club. M-I-C-K-E-Y. Right? <laughs> no, it's kidding. I but, got you. Um, yeah, cool. I'll let you go. Say hi to your, your family and you guys be safe. All right. You, you too, sir. You say hi to your family. Thank you. Take one. Take care. Bye-bye. Take one, sir.